Good afternoon. Welcome to Mass on this beautiful day. One of the things that I often reflect upon is how we sadden the heart of God by our words, by our actions, by our carelessness, by our apathy, our anger, by our mistreatment of our sisters and brothers, the disrespect we show to authority. And one other way that I think often saddens the heart of God is the waste of the talents and gifts that God has given us. We don't see it as being necessary or important to use wisely and and well what God has bestowed so graciously upon us. If we waste it, if we throw it away, what's the big deal? There'll be other opportunities and maybe even better ones that come along. Do we even begin to think that everything we have and everything we are is pure gift from God? We are only here because of who God is, not because of who we are, but because of who He is. And so in the passage to Romans today, Paul exalts his listeners to to use wisely whatever gift or ministry they have in the church, to use it well, and to make every opportunity possible to make it even better than it already is. So if you have the gift of prophecy, or ministry, or you're a teacher, or you're, you're in exaltation, or in contribution, or what, whatever it may be, Do it to the best of your ability. Do it well. So that God will look favorably upon us. And if we fail or if we fall, then get up and try again. There's such a laziness in the church and in life today. Oh, I tried that, it doesn't work. Move on. What's next? God is asking us to learn from what He has given us. And the second part of that passage today, I I think, is one of those awesome passages whereby you, you could cut out every line and have them plastered all over the place so that you see them often. Let love be sincere, hate what is evil, hold on to what is good, and all the rest. It's a long list. Because we need to be reminded, because we're so fickle in the way that we approach things, we need to be reminded by God of who He is and what He's given to us. It's one of these passages I often say to people, cut it out and keep it in your Bible or your prayer book or your breviary or whatever it may be and, and visit it often. It's almost like a little roadmap for life. 
a roadmap for doing good, a roadmap that will not sadden but gladden the heart of God. In the gospel, once again, we have the image of the, the feast to which many are invited by the king. But they make excuses as to why they don't need to go. Maybe some of the excuses are genuine, we don't know. But when that kind of level of invitation is extended, it really is something very special indeed. But so every day is the invitation that God gives us to live his life here and now. Do we make excuses? Do we make excuses for not accepting God's invitation? And if I go and accept that invitation, what is the spirit within which I go? How do I approach the Lord's invitation? In other words, how do I approach the Lord's table? Do I see it as my right to receive communion? Well, you're sadly wrong in that case. We all are. We have no right to communion. Again, it's God's free gift of himself to us to take our place sometimes amongst those that we might least expect. Those who have been brought in from, from the highways and the byways, the streets and the alleys of the town, and then more besides. That's where we take our place. That's where I take my place every day of my life. That's the invitation that God gives to you and to me to not only come to the feast, but to feast at the feast. And in that, we will find our peace. A peace that eludes so many of us and so many people today A peace that they're looking for in all the wrong places. St. Augustine said, Our hearts are restless, O God, until they rest in Thee. We prayed, In You, O Lord, I have found my peace. When I find my peace with God, then I know how blessed I am. I share my gifts and my talents, and I take my place humbly at the feast of the Lord.